Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Saul Bookman, Espo, and Gerald Borgay. Gentlemen, how you doing today? Not too bad. Not too bad. <laughs> I'm bringing the energy. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Hooray Espo, where day. you at? Audio oh, it's only. audio only. I got to yeah. actually uh, verbally <laughs> react. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm enjoying one of our... Four Peaks, uh, Wow Wheat. Wow. Uh, wow. It's good. Wow. That's yeah, pretty wheat. You got to have, you got to start your Monday <laughs> out right. So I decided to start it off with a, with how, a Wow Wheat. How did you wheat. get a beer and, and didn't offer anybody else one? It's because I walked my ass out there, grabbed one. and, uh, I mean, and yeah, I mean, Nothing that's says it. moving day like beers for me and me alone. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> me, myself, and I. <laughs> All right, guys, we've got some fun stuff in store for today's show. But before we get into the ridiculousness, let's talk a little bit of news, Suns-wise. So on Friday, we had kind of mentioned uh, the LeBron thing, right? That Kevin O'Connor and, and the Ringer said that if LeBron, if LeBron does get a wandering eye and he's looking at maybe hopping ship, going somewhere else, the Suns would be at the top of the list. Well, Brian Windhorse also had some things to say about the Suns that I thought were interesting. We'll go ahead and play this clip first, then we'll talk about it, okay? I, I like the Suns a lot, uh, and I think they're a terrific team. But I will say that their 64 wins last year included some of the best clutch play in the history of the game. They won so many games that could have gone either way. They could win five or six fewer games just because they play great other than astronomically unbelievable never seen before in the clutch this year. So I do think that they're going to slide back. But I think we're going to see the Suns be a different team by the, at least the trade deadline because Jay Crowder, I do believe, will be on the trade market, whether it's before the season or into the season. I believe his role is going to be reduced this year as they boost Cam Johnson. And I also think that even if they don't make the Kevin Durant trade, which we've talked about for weeks, they still own all of their draft picks going forward. And Chris Paul is still at the point in his career where they need to go for it. So I don't think the Suns team that you see now is going to be the Suns team that maybe competes for the playoffs uh, next spring. So the reason why I preface this, of course, with what we talked about on Friday with LeBron, because... Maybe that's what he's talking about there. Maybe it's a KD thing as well. Who knows? But I do find this very interesting. Well, I mean, maybe it's nothing major and they're they're shuffling some things. It could be a DeAndre Aiden thing. He may feel like that, too. that they deal him after he becomes eligible uh, as well. So there's a lot of options. Uh, they have probably the most flexibility out of anybody in the league with all their draft picks, with the expiring contracts they have, with the option to potentially move DA if they so choose to, they're going to be a team that until some kind of major move that eats into those assets happens will be talked about with every subsequent thing that becomes available. So the only thing I'm sure about after watching that clip is that I'm shaving my beard for Halloween and going as Brian Windhorst. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I want to go back to something he said, talking about the, the, the clutchness of the Suns. You know, we talked about the clutch Suns under five minutes, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like they had so many games where it was under like a minute left to go in the game. And it was like a buzzer beater or they won by one or two points. In that last five minutes is when they basically turned it on and put a team away. It was dominant. And, and so, yeah. yeah, so when we're talking about crunch time, I know it's a historic number to talk about, like, their their method of, of being able to come through in those situations. But I don't feel like it was something that was so inconsistent because you just got lucky on yeah. four or five buzzer beaters. It's more of, like, we were just that good of a team and they wore you down. And in that five-minute span, they basically put you away or found a way to put you away. And so, so I, I get what Windhorse is trying to say, but I feel like that is that is a little repeatable. Now, the thing that he didn't say is that the West is is getting back to where it was two years ago. Mm -hmm. It's it's much better. Denver's getting better because they're getting somebody back. LA is getting better. The Clippers are getting better because they're getting somebody back. Like you have a little, you you have some factors that are that are coming into play that the Suns didn't have to deal with in the last couple of years. And that's going to change the dynamic a bit, but I still feel like they're going to be a good team. I don't think they're going to win 64 games, but I would say that they're going to be pretty close to 60. Yeah, but the, the thing is 
even if they regress eight games, they win 56 games. You're towards the top of the West if you're winning 55 or more. So there's margin for error here. They don't have to be historically great uh, for a fr- Suns franchise. They have to be really good and be great at playoff time, which we learned last year. Like, great that you got 64, but you didn't have it. Uh, you know, in, in May, June, and uh, you know, so that's that's the problem there. You got to make sure you get there. Right. I don't give a shit about regular season wins this season, honestly. I mean, obviously, the higher seed you have, the better for home court advantage and all that. You still want to chase the one or the two seed if you're the Suns. But, like, I I don't care. They might regress a little bit in crunch time just because I think they had, they played the, they were tied for the eighth most crunch time games um with four other teams so a lot of teams play crunch time games they were dominant historically dominant they might take a step back but i want to see them try new lineups i want to see them mix and match things i want to see mikhail and cam and da get to try new things on offense so that when the playoffs come around you know they they stuck with what worked during the regular season and in the playoffs teams will throw other things at you they will make you change what you like to do they will mix things up because in a, in a seven-game sample size, all it takes is a couple of adjustments to totally flip the script. And we saw that last year. So I want to see them try out new things. And if they don't work and it costs you a game here or there, that's totally fine. Um, but my thing is, like, as far as the trade side of it goes, like the, this is what we've been talking about for months now. The Suns have this flexibility. They have all these contracts. They have all these guys, these attractive young players and these draft picks that they can package for a deal. And we had a show a couple weeks back where we talked about non-KD deals. Like if Shy Gilgis Alexander becomes on the block and KD and LeBron don't happen, that's a guy that you can put in a lot of assets for. Same thing with like a John Collins. We don't know what disgruntled mm-hmm. superstar is going to emerge by the trade deadline. So I don't know if Wendy had anything particular in mind, but if you have Mikhail Bridges on that team-friendly contract, if you have DA's max salary, if you have Cam Johnson on an extension, like those are attractive players and trade chips that other teams will want. So they have the flexibility to push forward with this young group, see how they develop, or they can put all their chips in the table with a trade. Yeah, two things you said that, that stand out to me. I like the idea of letting a McHale, letting a Cam, letting some of these other guys take some of those crunch shot time shots, mm-hmm. be the guy in those positions because you'll need them later down the line. Even if it costs you your efficiency sometimes mm-hmm. in, in the crunch time minutes, you're going to need those guys to play well at that time in the playoffs. So do it early uh, and, and often during the season, you know, Devin Booker, you know, Chris Paul are going to be there, especially from the mid range uh, throughout the year. So give some of these other guys the opportunity DA you mentioned uh, as well. And then you talk about the trade flexibility. I don't even think it has to be a star. You look at this roster, what they were able to uh, able to accomplish. I think it could be smaller pieces. It could be, you know, a Jordan Clarkson if he doesn't get moved uh, until later by the jazz it could be those those smaller pieces those those role players that you use some of those assets to get in that make the difference for this team as well so i agree Windhorse uh maybe not have had a specific that he's thinking of but it makes sense that the suns would be a prime candidate to try to move people this season okay so i have a question then if come trade deadline or playoffs next year whichever this team looks completely different outside of CP3 book and maybe one of McKellar Cam. How are you guys going to feel? Depends on how they're playing. <laughs> I don't honestly. I don't give a crap what the roster looks like as long as you're a favorite and you don't shit the bed against a team in the second round. I mean, that's that's as simple as it is. I really don't care who is or isn't on the roster as long as they're winning. You got to win. You got and you got to do it in the playoffs. Like and I agree with that. But I could give a shit less who's on that roster when it gets to the play when it gets to the playoffs. As long as they're winning these games and being competitive uh, more than anything, I think that's the thing that was the most disappointing about that Dallas Mavericks series. Is is just like the four out of five games that they lost were just not even close. Mm-hmm. And you were just like, who the fuck is this team? And then they give you a you know it, apparently it was a flash in the pan. 
in game five and you're just you're just left to be clueless at least if you're competitive you're close you can say you had a little bit of a bad game here and there whatever but it just looked like they just got completely outworked so if this new this new five you know or starting five or this new lineup or whatever for this next season happens hey as long as they're competitive and they give us a chance to win every single night in the playoffs that's all i care about yeah, you can't put that number one clutch rating to good use if you're getting wiped off the floor right. by the third quarter. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I would obviously love to see the same group run it back and grow because three of the four starters on this team and four, if or I'm sorry, three of the four, Devin, McHale, and DA, not even including Cam coming off the bench or if he's starting, like those guys all have room to grow. They're all still young. We should see decent leaps or at least improvements in their game this season. So it would be fun to see them take their lick last year, learn from it and then run it back and win a title. But like, that's kind of only if Kevin Durant happen, doesn't happen. Like, obviously we would like to see Kevin Durant here. That's a no brainer. Am I overthinking it to think that if it's not a superstar that makes this team look completely different, if there are too many guys who are moved throughout the season, that it will take too long to build a lot of chemistry. Am I overthinking that? Depends on when. Yeah. Like if it's closer to the trade deadline. Depends on when, who you're giving up and like, what are you talking about? Like a bench player or like a starter role player? The way he made it sound was like, they're not going to look the same at all. Come playoffs. Right. That seems pretty substantial. Right. Jay, which isn't like, I get it. He's been a starter, but we all kind of expect for him to move to the bench. Like, that's the only name he really mentioned, and he mentions the draft assets, right? So, so I don't know if it's you know blow blow a part of the starting lineup to get somebody. I mean, I look at this roster, and right now, as it stands, the bench is is a weakness now. Where mm-hmm. we thought it may have been a, a strength early in that year last season, now it's it's a weakness, and they haven't really done a lot to address it. So my guess is if Kevin Durant doesn't happen, that's where you're looking to fill holes. Right. And I still think they've got enough talent where if you bolster that bench, they can compete with anybody in the West. We've talked about this before though, with Jay, like he was the one name that was mentioned specifically. It doesn't make sense in my mind to trade Jay Crowder unless he's part of a bigger package for like a star or someone in that vicinity, because you're not going to, teams are not going to trade for Jay Crowder and give you anything that can help you win a title this year. Like they're looking at him as like, okay, maybe you'll take a first or a couple seconds for Jay. I think that depends because it's, what are you packaging with him? If it's Jay, you know, somebody else for salary matching purposes and two or three, four first round picks, a team like Utah would be all over that because they get giving picks for Jay. No, no, no. That's so the package. I'm, Jay, so I'm saying Jay, some salary filler. Right. That's what I'm saying. Okay. You don't trade Jay by himself because you're not yeah. going to get a return that yeah. can help you. You package him as part of a bigger I deal. I mean, yeah. the only situation I can see that arises is if the Suns, you know, have a, a desperate need for something and there's a guy out there on the market that is going to maybe, maybe he has only like a few months left on his deal. Mm-hmm. So he's, his contract's about to expire and maybe they're on the cusp and they need somebody that's kind of a glue guy that can do a little bit of, a little bit of everything that can help them maybe get over the hump and get into the playoffs. And they're willing to kind of trade an asset for an asset. Um, so both teams kind of improve by nature. Like if a situation like that came about, I could see Jay Crowder leaving, but again, like Jay Crowder to me is going to be a package deal for something that that might end up, end up being bigger, um, you know, Cam Johnson. This is his, this is his last year, correct? Uh, so he he's, he's eligible for an extension, but yeah, if he, it's the same thing with like Da last year. If he doesn't get that extension, he'll become a restricted free agent next summer. Exactly, and so you know, you know, how big of a of a plan, or how big of uh, of a, a part of your future plans is Cam Johnson? Um, everybody likes to think that he's a part of the future plans, but you know, again, we're talking about money and we're talking about assets and we're talking about, you know, the, the viable future of the Phoenix suns. If you think that there's a deal out there that's going to pay off a little bit bigger for you right now to get a championship. And you think you need to sacrifice cam Johnson that could very well be a part of the plan as well. So there's just a lot of dynamics here that we're never going to, we're not going to know. I think we'll have a better idea once we get into month one or two of the season, how the team's playing, how they're gelling, what they're looking like. Um, but until we get to that point, it's just a lot of speculation. 
So one trade I saw, and forgive me, I don't remember where on the internet I saw it. It was one of those who'd say no kind of situations. But they said, Jay, Landry Shamit, and a first rounder, maybe two, for a Harrison Barnes. That's the kind of move I think we're talking about if you're not getting KD. And I know we talked about LeBron on Friday, and that's a fun hypothetical what if fantasy land play there. But like uh, Harrison Barnes, or two for one kind of move for a guy like that. You know, we've talked about Jordan Clarkson and, mm-hmm. and Bogdanovich in, in Utah. Those are the kind of names I look at that using Jay's salary and a Landry or somebody else and those draft picks becomes very intriguing because it does make you a better team and it does not impact your starting five in any way. I like those kind of moves, to be honest. I love that move. Yeah, yeah I mean, well, if you could get away with that, I've for sure. I've been Barnes training for a while. So Yeah, I, I think the Kings would ask for Cam Johnson in that scenario. I don't know if they would be able to hold out on that because obviously Cam is under team control for however long you want him to be. Harrison Barnes is an expiring contract, yeah. so they don't have as much leverage there. But yeah, if you could get away with Shamit and Jay and a first or even two for Harrison Barnes... That would really bolster that four spot. Whether he, you're starting him or Cam, I think yeah. you'd be starting Barnes. But yeah, I mean that's that's the kind of move. And the longer we go in this KD stuff, mm-hmm. the more I think that kind of a move may be more the 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 right move for this team uh, than than blowing up a large portion of it and killing your depth uh, to bring in. A Katie, I I know that Katie's shiny, he's the superstar, he's this, he's that, but I look at it and I go that kind of move with this starting five that has, uh, you know, cohesiveness. If you get to keep Cam, uh, and you could actually pull something like that, now you're talking about a team that really it has the depth, has what you're looking for. They're better than last year's team. Uh, that and he's got playoff experience. All that kind of stuff gets me gets me excited as to what could be accomplished by this group. Yeah, I mean, if it was something like that, I don't know that a lot of people would say no, especially later on in the year. Um, I, that's just not where my head went with. I get that you, you're right. Mm-hmm. Wendy did just bring up Jay and then mention the draft picks and how much of those the Suns still own. But I guess my head just went way bigger picture. <laughs> maybe I'm just well, no. Maybe I'm just a little <sighs> bit caught up on this whole Katie LeBron, like big – big massive move type things that I'm not thinking is small currently. I I think that's kind of, that's what Wendy made it sound like. And I don't blame him because the KD thing is obviously at the forefront. The LeBron thing would make sense. If another disgruntled superstar wants to be traded, the Suns are going to be consistently mentioned because they're right there. They have Mm -hmm. the depth. They have the, the, um, the assets to pull off a superstar trade, no matter who it is. So I, I think he was speaking more generally, but yeah, if if you're talking about they're going to look different, that's where your mind is going to go. And I think it makes sense, but I do think a lot of people, if you make a move like a Harrison Barnes that or uh, Jordan Clarkson that makes you better, but not, it's not the KD LeBron move, you also want to make moves that can still maintain your flexibility because KD and LeBron, those conversations are not going to go away even if they play out the next season with the Lakers and the Nets. Right. That's that's fair. I mean, you do hurt your flexibility in that case. Right. Okay. We got the really fun thing coming up (laughs) next. But first, let me tell you about even more fun things. I'm talking about free stuff. Who doesn't love free stuff, you guys? We teamed up with Four Peaks with our Toast of the Month sweepstakes. And this one, one lucky winner, is going to win a $50 Four Peaks gift card a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. All you have to do is go to gophnx.com or click the link in our show notes for a chance to enter into this sweepstakes. We're going to pick a winner at the end of the month. Um, It's a really great sweepstakes. I mean, it's a whole bunch of free stuff. Like, why wouldn't you enter into it? And last I heard, you can enter into it multiple times. Multiple times, baby. Multiple (laughs) times. So I feel like you should do this every single day. Mm -hmm. Let this be your reminder to enter in because Four Peaks gift card, that can get you some really bomb beer. Like Espo was drinking earlier, the Wow 
Wow, wheat, right? Earlier, what are you? Well, at the top of the show, I'm enjoying that thing. A whole whopping 15, 19 minutes ago. Espo and his nursing of beers. You want me to chug it? Like I'm already annoying on this show. It's been a half hour. It's not a chug. If it's a half hour, it's a slow drip. Right? I'm enjoying my. I'm enjoying my. Feel like he has the IV hooked up to him right now. It's the joy bus. I don't want to. I don't want to have it be the speed bus. It's a joy bus. Only goes five miles an hour. Yeah. Well, either way, you can use this gift card on the delightful beer, or you can use it on the delightful food that Four Peaks Brewery has over in Tempe. But just a reminder, you must be 21 or older to enjoy the beer, and we ask that you enjoy responsibly. I like that your defense was, we want me to chug it? I'm like, dude, it's been like a while. I mean, I, I get out chug you if we want to go down that route. I mean, we can do that later. the beer. I am. I'm enjoying I'm it. curious to watch this now. Shit. <laughs> it's still cold, thank you very much, in this amazing bottle that Four Peaks packages it in. It keeps it nice and cold. What a company, man. The pa- oh, okay. All right. It's tech- that's new technology. There you go. <laughs> that sticker. Yeah, it's ice cold. Cutting edge. Keeps it cold. It's ice cold. It's ice cold. It's fucking 78 degrees it's in that bottle right now. Kind of janky ice you got at home. Dear Lord. <laughs> we Dry also ice. have um, our OG's Flavoring Life Sweet Even more free stuff for you guys. With this one, one winner will receive three bags of OG's, including their orange cream sickle and tropical flavor. You're also going to get an OG's hat, a PHNX shirt of your choice, and a PHNX annual membership. Again, you can sign up at gophnx.com or click the link in our show notes. And one more time, you can enter multiple times, you guys. I'm telling you every day. <laughs> Go us. to gophnx.com and enter into these sweepstakes. Stay on these OG's. We want to give you free stuff. I've been also- nursing one microdose gummy for three weeks. I'm just, I just wanted to see that face. What? Uh, that's that's like a legit microdosing. Yeah. He's that's he's a, legit a, microdosing. That's a mini OG. microdose right there. Uh, yeah. Listen. Also, we have a, a new toy in the office that we're about to break out in the new office. Yeah. Uh, they gave us a giant inflatable OG's flamingo. I think. Oh. It's ginormous. Okay. And it's uh, like, what do you mean ginormous? Like three feet, six feet, nine I, feet? I, two people can about? sit on it in the pool if they okay. want to. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. it's, it's pretty giant. Where are we going to put I was that? like, what are we planning on doing with it? You know, we're doubling <laughs> our size of office, but where are we going to put that? Espo, don't worry about where we're going to put it. Just enjoy the ride, man. Just be happy Jesus. to have the flow. It's going to be an OGs and ride that thing around the waiting area. beer. I am. <laughs> Good God. You guys can also check out OGs online at OGsBrands.com, on Instagram at OGsBrands, and you can find their products at your local dispensary. But again, you must be 21 years or older to purchase. Okay. You, you know how much of a company man I am? I'm, I'm nursing this. <laughs> I'm gonna take some OGs, See, and I'm getting my. Even he admitted he's nursing it. And and I'm uh and I'm getting my COVID shot as we speak. I just wanted <laughs> oh, another one. Oh my! Just Are you gonna fun. put a a bet on DraftKings as well? I, oh, I've done that already. Well, you gotta um, do more. I'll do more. I'll bet. I'll bet heavy on. Uh, Be better. Week two in the NFL preseason. Let's while I'm, go. While I'm drinking and uh, and OGsing, so. Okay, we're going to do superlatives for this Suns roster. Superlatives. It's yep. going to be a lot of fun. Yep, yep. Basically, what we did is we came up with a list of, I don't know, what would you call these? I always get... Superlatives? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, a list of things to hand out, a list of titles to hand out. Superlatives, yes, absolutely. Some awards, if you Listen, will. Listen, okay. That's the two-time Emmy Award winning Lindsay yeah, Smith, I came up with this list. Uh, <laughs> You know, I was trying to mix it up. It's been a day, okay? So I had me here at eight o'clock in the morning packing freaking boxes. <laughs> First of you all, you think my a... brain is working? Yeah. Damn, lie. I saw you lift that couch all by yourself, Lindsay. So <laughs> that's also a damn lie. <laughs> that was Chelsea. that is definitely a lie. <laughs> that, was that, was that was just anger, <laughs> that was pure Chelsea. rage. <laughs> That was just Chelsea. Okay. <laughs> so we all, we came up with this list mm-hmm. and we all brought who we think should fit each one. And mm-hmm. then we're going to debate about it. Yeah. Yes. That's I what did, we were supposed to do. I did not anyway. understand supposed- the assignment. Oh, Crap. Man. That's what we were supposed to do. We're going to start with good. best bromance. Best bromance. To me, this is easy. It's Mikel and DA. Oh. 
I, Mikel and DA. I had, yeah. I had, I had, I had either Mikel and Cam or Mikel and DA. Mikel and Cam. It's got to be Mikel and Cam. I thought Mikel and DA. Like, I know Mikel and Cam are tight, but Mikel and DA are they're, the ones who are constantly showing off and having a good time yeah, publicly for all of us to also enjoy. They literally called Mikel and Cam the twins for a reason. Yeah, but Mikel and DA are doing the fun stuff. I got a different one. Jacques and me. Jacques and me. <laughs> After that interview last week. First of all, um, the amount of texts I've received about how Jock just did in Espo. It was so funny. I loved it. It was pretty epic. He, after the show, goes, I'm sorry about that, man. I go, sorry. That was amazing. Thank you. He was a really good dude. If you missed that interview, you should definitely go back and watch it. It was fun. I I think it's got to be Cam. Okay. So you guys saw Espo, Cam, and Mikkel. Mm -hmm. Gerald? I'm going to go. Because I'm DA Mikkel. Yeah, I... I put them both down because the Mikael and DA singing before games is great, but I'm going to go with Mikael and Cam just because of the twins' nickname. Okay. You could go with Mikael, DA, and and the stick that they sing into. (laughs) That is is quite the bromance, all all three of them. It is pretty entertaining, but yeah, I'll I'll go Mikael and Cam. Well, I lost that one. Mikael and Cam it is. Not that it's a bad one, but okay. Most likely to show up late, but with a Starbucks. Oh, yeah. but with a Starbucks? Yeah. I thought it was show up late with Starbucks. I, like his how I read this Starbucks. in my head was like you roll in 10 minutes late, but you got Starbucks. Okay. I might for everybody or just for yourself? Just for you. Just for yourself. I, I might, think it's you, DA. Because you're that asshole. No, I go CP3. Oh, there's no way it's CP3. CP3 I ain't showing up C- late for yeah, shit. CP3's exactly. at a point, though, where he no, can show up CP3 late is, and get away with CP3 it. CP3 is punctual as hell. He's, the he's determined to make the tone. Yeah. There's no way it would be CP3. I don't know. See, my original answer was Devin Booker, but but that's when you thought it was being that's generous. I thought like it I was like, played, but hey, I brought Starbucks for the whole yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. For me, it would be Jay Crowder. <laughs> Jay, oh, Jay Crowder's just one. like, you know, hey, you know, I'm chilling, I'm vibing. Okay. You probably I'm shouldn't chilling. do that this year, though. You show up late. See, I feel like it's not going to be Da because Da's been through so much BS that he wouldn't do that. That's my thought. Really? I mm. think so. Really? I. Was, mm. I I, I still know. think he's still got that college. I feel mentality. like I feel like Dario Sharch is a low key good answer on he's, this one. He's shown up with a pack of smokes, though. Not <laughs> a pack of smokes <laughs> from Circle K. Okay, so we go in Dario, DA, J, or CP3. I think it's J. J. I'll give you J. Okay. No, we'll go J. J works. We'll J's J. not a bad. He'd have those sunglasses on too that he. Was, yeah, he would. Yeah. He yeah. Would. That's and funny. he'd be wearing his FJ Crowder shirt. I, I do too. feel like, like he's pretty punctual, yeah. though. I will say that. Honestly, I I don't think any of them would actually be late. I think a couple of them would be late. Like Devin Booker shows up on Devin Booker's time. <laughs> That's how I felt about CP3. <laughs> DBT, DBT Devin Booker time. Okay, our next one. Who is the most likely to survive a zombie See, apocalypse? This is an easy one for me too. Yeah. I picked Jay. Uh, did you? I did not. I picked okay. either Chris Paul or Bismack Beyond. Oh, Chris Paul. Oh, Chris, Chris Paul is a good Chris one. Paul, Chris Paul He's would sacrifice yeah. his kid to survive <laughs> a zombie. Oh, that's a little extreme. I don't have to be the fastest one. I just have to be faster than you. Yep. And he would push you in the way so he could survive. <laughs> Do you guys not remember the story from last week that Jock like went to high school on the side of a okay. goddamn Jock's a good mountain? He's from answer. Australia. Listen. They've got animals like insects everything the size of, wants to kill you yeah basically. like yeah. it's it's just he wasn't killing fucking zombies he was just no, surviving. But he was like hauling wood up mountains he and could. shit for his body. You're not, yeah. you're not yeah. necessarily like, killing listen, zombies also, it's surviving so this is like the fourth time espo has brought up jock I'm in love with him. Why don't you it? get off his jock? <laughs> I'm in love right, with Jock. Wow, all right. Well, we I'm in love with Jock. No, but <laughs> seriously though, it's about survival. It's not about necessarily it's a zombie killing. Apocalypse. Yeah, apocalypse <laughs> is the <laughs> word you're looking for. These are superlatives, <laughs> and this is an apocalypse. Uh, look, though, I, it's about surviving. It's not necessarily killing them. It's how can you outsmart and be and survive and find food. Who's got enough land? He's is conniving like that. Yeah. He's resourceful like that. Yeah, I he's still go he's the, the leader of the president's union because he is cutthroat like that. I do like where your head's at with this one, though, as well. Yeah, I, I think Jock is a really good. Jock is option. probably the second best for me. I, I got to go with Chris Paul because of his okay, mind, so because of his competitive edge. So like, then, should we give. Oh my God. There's two awards. I'm gonna okay, fine. Are we doing best out of three? No, just, no, the just first one. one. It's rock, yeah. paper, scissors, shoot. Yes. Okay, ready, go. 
Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, look at rock, paper, paper both. scissors, shoot. Yes, and I like. Covers I do love we paper. went rock, paper, scissors on an audio, audio only. only episode. Yeah, that's why I was trying yeah. to narrate. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. At least I gave the audio. <laughs> we tied the first time me. and then I beat him the second time. That's what happened. So it's, so it's Jock. Yes, Kay. Jock. All, All right. these are going to be Jock now because that's because we love a Jock. <laughs> Frank's gone. I got to love somebody, damn oh it. Oh. Next He's my rebound on player. On our list of superlatives, most contagious laugh. For me, I'm going with. Dwayne Washington Jr. When we had him on the show last week, That's he had a great laugh. Like he's bad. got a type of laugh that makes you just want to laugh because it's so fun. Campaign's got a pretty good laugh too. Yeah, kind of high pitch. It's kind of fucking weird. Mikhail <laughs> <laughs> because of the face that goes with it, right? I was gonna say either Da or Mikhail. Well, we're at an impasse. Ooh, Da Da does have a great laugh. Yeah, like he when he does. when he knows, like uh, he did something for us at, at Fox Sports slash Bally's, whatever the hell we were at the time, mm-hmm. and uh, we were making fun of players in their Instagram, mm-hmm. and his laugh was it's just so damn. You show me that video. Yes. That shit. It, oh. uh, yeah, for me it's Da. And when sure. remember when they unveiled those? I think it was uniforms, but they didn't show the uniforms. He's like, ooh. Yeah. Laughing. Yeah. yeah, it's DA. Yeah, that's I a good DA. Okay, DA wins most contagious laugh. Okay, most likely to be a daytime talk show host. You asked if we should include Monty, and now I think we do. I said no before the show, but now I changed my okay. mind. I think Monty, you're right. Monty would be the ultimate daytime talk show host. Those those sayings, the way he like tries to like be emotionally be there for the guys, but you're like, okay, but how how real is it? It's, it's just like the daytime talk show. Host, like well, on daytime talk show hosts are also all about like helping you along in your life, right? Like showing you the newest thing that will make life easier or being yeah. inspirational or whatever. Like it can work. They have a I, story that connects with you. Like, yeah, Monty. I mean, uh, Monty's the best choice, but as far as players, I did have Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson was the one I was thinking of as well. Cam Johnson is very talkative. He's uh, very, very smart. Articulate. He's very articulate. Like, this is true. Uh, yeah, as far as players, Cam, but yes, Monty, I think would be the call. I have Cam Johnson for two other ones. So that's why I feel like Cam. I want. Yeah, let's let's put Monty there. To then. Keep Monty there, but that's just me. Yeah, well, Monty even. I has have a Cam name. for a couple more too. Monty even has a name that sounds like a daytime talk show, just called Monty, Monty Williams. Like <laughs> Monty, yeah. Monty the, or that's the Monty true. Williams show. This is true. It totally sounds like it's a daytime. Like the Montel Williams show. It's the same exactly. So it sounds exactly like a daytime show. <laughs> oh no. Okay. So creative, the Monty Williams show. <laughs> I didn't say it was good name. I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, what they, they what talk are, show yeah, is not named the after Oprah the talk Winfrey show? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Ellen, the Kelly Clarkson show, they're all named after. Most likely to be a politician. This is this? either Cam Johnson or Chris Paul. It's for Chris me. Paul. It's got to be Chris Paul. Chris, Chris Paul, Paul would would do, like you were talking about with the zombie apocalypse, he's the perfect politician. Cam, Johnson, do anything to win. Cam Johnson would not be a good politician because he, he too, I feel like, is Lindsay and cannot pick a side. Like, <laughs> I feel he, like he's he very wow. much, very, very much does not want to offend everybody. So they just straddle the line. Listen, if Lindsay cool. chose to be Why a politician, don't you cut this straight? Yeah, I, I think know. if Lindsay chose to be a politician and was like, that's the, the, the I path can be going down, Saul. she would be all about taking a side to appeal to her base. Like, I feel like Cam's too honest. I don't know if that's a compliment or a Body shots. Cam seems too honest. Lindsay's Lindsay, full of shit. Yeah. That's Lindsay, what he just said. That's what I'm about to get to. Cam seems like he's too honest for politics. But, but Lindsay not. feels like that's she fit point. right in. I mean, it is true because every time we get in an argument, every time we get into an argument out here, what does she do? She tries to rile the people up that she thinks is going to be on her side already to try and build her army up. Yes, She's that's exactly what you are. Oh my god, the, the glass just broke right now the in front of us. Lindsay Smith. Absolutely. What the fuck? Oh, How did you guys like listen? If we are having ridiculous office arguments that literally mean nothing in life, 100 percent I'm gonna try and get as many people on my side in whatever way as possible. Can you see what they argue about in politics? Yeah. Too? I mean, it ain't that different but than that our actually has real life I mean, consequences. When we are arguing about chairs, 
It is in real life consequence. I can't tell you how many times I've walked into this building and Lindsay immediately goes, Gerald, what do you think yeah. about this? Yeah, because she knows. She knows. That's why she walks out with you every single day. It's because she just tries <laughs> to build you up. She builds you up. And then she uses don't, you as, as no, a weapon against everybody else. Don't you poison our relationship. <laughs> Gerald and I are genuinely friends, so don't oh, poison Are you it. saying we're not? Is no, that no, we're not. We're not. Because we don't walk out with them. We That's don't right. like talk about these I things. I can't walk oh, out. Man. I have all sorts of work to do after we well, do Gerald a show. Gerald and I sit in here for an hour and just hang out. You guys will never come hang out. Oh, Gerald. my God. Gerald. I'm going to lose it right now. Oh my Gerald, God. can I hang out with you? Sure. For an hour oh, sure, before the show. Because yeah. there's nothing else ever going on before. Yeah. I feel like I hang out with... I but what's way. more important? Your friendship with Gerald and I... Or all that other stuff. PHNX, yes. No, it's oh. Gerald yes. and I. No, Running the company? Yes. Yeah. The company. The company, sorry. sorry. Every single time. I like 100 out of 100 times. As much as I like you. There is no fence traveling on this one for me. As much as I like you guys, there are other people that require our attention. All I ask for is like 30 minutes to an hour of your time. My goodness. Plus the other hour that we're in here as well. I'm like, bro, I got things to do. And all the time we have to respond in Slack. Jared, you can call me anytime though. You're you're cool. So to be honest, I I barely I barely respond. See, she wants friendship, and then she's like, "Don't you call me anytime? You can call me between the hours of this and this." I just want an hour of your time when I want it, not when you want it. That's what it is. Yes. Yeah. Okay, now that we've now that we're on the same page, let's move on. The politician Chris Paul. We voted Chris Paul, right? Yeah. Okay. And he's also, we should give him credit because it's not just a negative thing. It's he's not. very active with oh, his causes yeah. and he's good he at that stuff. So, yeah, he understands how those type of things work as well. well. And he seems like somebody that is dedicated to making he's a He's a leader yeah. on and off the court Absolutely. for sure. Best to call to help you hide oh, a body. This is so easy for me. I was, I didn't know how to go on this one. I got it. Go. What you got, Saul? I got Devin Booker. Oh. Devin Booker okay. is kind of low key, kind of private. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know like his his celebrity stuff kind of gets out there, mm-hmm. but there's another secret to Devin Booker that you don't get to see much <laughs> of until like, he's like Dexter. He, and he's always in these these random play. Like he was in Sedona, like hiding out with mm-hmm. with Kendall Jenner. Like I just feel like there's another part of Devin Booker that we just don't know I about. Don't know, man. I, I feel like Kendall has people that could hide the bodies. Like Kevin exactly. ain't doing the heavy lifting. I don't think you could call Devin because Devin is too high. He wouldn't yeah. want to risk it all for your body. My my yeah. guy is campaign. Me too. 100% really? campaign. But you look campaign, campaign in the eyes. You're like, that dude would help me move a body. Yeah. Like, and campaign yeah. like a solid, like solid friend yeah. will do no. anything for you. No. Like, yes. No, call camp- me when you need. Campaign strikes me as like kind of like. Uh, like the dude that would get you caught because he'd be sloppy with fucking carrying the body somewhere. <laughs> yes. He turned it over. Yeah. 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 Right. So I, for similar reasons though, as far as the loyalty, like if you needed a friend you could trust, I went with Dario Sharch because I feel like oh, he's Dario's kind of a guy that would like. see some shit too in Serbia. Dario, hold on. It's Croatia. 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 Uh, but, uh, yeah, look, Sorry, Serbs. I feel. I feel like Dario's too nice of a guy. He probably is. The homie's going to be like, should we really be hiding the body or should we call the cops? No, he'll be like, but what happened? Like, why? Everybody has a switch. You should have called me first. Everybody has a switch. (laughs) But then I feel like he'd be like, okay. For you, I'll help you bury That's this true. body. Oh, you know who That's else would haunt him for the rest of his life? You know who else really low-key might be a good answer? And he's not a player. Hmm. James Jones. James, James Jones. James is very private. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck he's thinking half the time. And he gives you the most basic answers of all James time. James Jones is also very like politician like where when you see him, he's always cheery, happy, go lucky. But th- you know, you know there's a dark side behind that too. Oh, that's and, what I'm saying. and he was the guy, he was the guy with LeBron and those guys that was, you know, he was always there, but was kind of a part you know he's hid shit for those guys like he's that he's that kind of guy for him i okay, think who are we going Bi- hold on bismack is a is a uh, is a quiet uh, you know sleeper pick? sleeper pick in this no, because he has a hospital so you can just ship the body so to the hospital that's nobody's true. asking about a dead body in a hospital 
God. He does have the. So much for philanthropy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I built a hospital. I'm just, so you can kill people and hide the bodies. I'm just thinking in terms of the graphic that we're going to post having the guy who built a hospital as the guy who would help you hide a body. Who would expect it? Maybe Nobody. not. Nobody. Yeah. I'm still team campaign. I still think that's, that's who I go on. What are you guys? Your final. I, I would go with James Jones, but that's just me. I mean, I liked Dario, but we can go campaign. Okay. Campaign it is. Right. But I feel like, like campaign, campaign is going to come up again here. I love that this turned into like cereal. We're like, <laughs> they went to the Best Buy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Most likely to cure cancer. This is too easy. What do you, what's yours? It's Bismack. He's got a hospital to do it. Yeah. I was going to say Biz or Cam Johnson. That's my two choices. I pick Biz and Cam Johnson. It's Devin Booker. He walks on water in this town. Maybe he could cure that. Uh, <laughs> is he Jesus? Oh Jesus. My God. I didn't say it. You said it's it. It's going to turn five loaves and two fish into a cure for cancer. <laughs> I definitely think it's Bismack or it's Cam. Like, the two of them, they're both very intelligent. They're both very into the community uh, base. Uh, uh, so. We're asking who would cure We're trying to get the best. We're trying to get the best answer for our superlatives. Why would I take this seriously? <laughs> take your beer more seriously. How about yeah, that? He's, he's <laughs> turning beer into water right now. <laughs> so who are we taking? Biz Mac or Cam? Uh, let's go Let's go, Biz. He's got the hospital. Biz Mac, that everyone else, good, good. He can use the button. Never mind. Dear Lord. <laughs> oh, Most man. school spirit. I said either campaign or Dario Sharich. I got DA or Ish Wainwright. School, but school spirit like implies like pride in like your team and repping the group and I all feel like that. DA, DA started Valley Boys with Kelly. DA loves this fan base. He literally grew up here what? for a good portion of his life. Here. I think after the last year, I don't yeah. know how high But that's high not this organizational BS is not the same as your your team and your fans and things of that nature. I think it's Ish Wainwright. You know, if if this were last year, it's JaVale McGee. There's no argument, I don't think, in the way he approached pregame and, and the hype and, yeah. and everything. I tend to – I feel like Ish – is that guy though because he's got to be the guy that hypes everybody on the bench is is big about it accepted a two-way contract here when i think he probably could have gotten a full contract somebody somewhere else but there's know? a better answer for ish coming up well I, why can't he be multiple i mean he can i mean but do you remember do you high think? school you said dario i said campaign oh campaign campaign's not a bad one either though. campaign is like mm. I mean, he, Campaign is flow because he reps the valley heart and reps the valley heart. I don't think after the contract thing, it makes sense to put him as school spirit as much anymore. Fine. Like he obviously oh, wait, he still loves his teammates and whatnot, but shouldn't this be Devin? The dude stayed mm. when nobody else had. Team. No, yeah, no, but there's no, a difference. No, in, like school no. spirit is like. I don't know. It's like, Enthusiastically wearing your school's hoodie yeah. 24-7. Like, like, listen, like, like, if you're the star of the fucking... the cool guy. If you're the, yeah, if That's you're the cool true. guy, if you're the star of the team, you don't have to show off your school spirit. You are school spirit. Like, people come to you because they want to show off their spirit to you. Like, okay. he doesn't need to exuberate that, so... So who is it? I don't know, because... Mm. Exude that. <laughs> Exude. Um... <laughs> Anybody, I, don't, I also think another good one is Mikhail Bridges. Mikhail okay. Bridges fucking loves this organization. I he loves this city. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, you can have but people if we're, for multiple. Yeah, Should we come can. back to this one? Let's come back. No, to no, no, no. Okay. I'm not coming back. Okay, well then say something. <laughs> I said ish already. And I, and I agree uh, with you. Ish was so is. easy. You guys are wasting the best, best smile. We're not wasting already. anything. <laughs> you can have two superlatives. Fine, ish wins. Next up, class clown. I think it's Mikel. It's easily. It's Mikel. Yeah, Mikhail. it's Mikel. Yeah. Okay. Mikhail. Next one. Best smile. I got Devin Booker for this. I got Mikel. I mean, Mikhail I does had have Ish Wainwright. Ish does Ish have a good Wainwright smile. Looks like it looks like Robert De Niro. Listen, all I'm saying is, is Devin Robert is not De even on our list. Robert De Niro. He does not look like Robert De Niro. I, yes, he does. He does. What yeah, world? Like, yeah, he, he does, does look like Robert De Niro. He does look like Black Robert De Niro. What? Yeah. Who I are think we the about? eyes are throwing me off. Yeah, just, the like, eyes are definitely throwing me off. He'll squint sometimes when he smiles, or he gets that look, and he gets he gets the dimple. You, don't, Ish, Ish Wainwright, Wainwright or, looks like Robert. Tenier. I don't see that at all. I will find. I didn't you. hear what you guys said. I was like, I don't know who. We're talking all right, I'll about. find you. A I think picture. the uh, Ish's eyes are throwing me off in that equation. I don't know. 
So uh, yeah. So best smile. I vote Devin. I mean, Jay Crowder also has a pretty good smile. They all do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jay's pretty good because Jay does smile an awful lot. Yeah. Or at least he used to. <laughs> Shit. You know who Loki on here that we haven't seen yet, but does have a good smile is Damian Lee. It's a pretty good smile. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty good smile. Yeah. Hey, Damian Lee. Damian Lee. Yeah, new guy can have a good smile. He's got a lot to smile about as a. Uh, there goes your champion. holding on to Ish Wainwright for no reason there. He has the best smile. Best hair. I don't care what you guys say. Last one. Best hair. This is either Jay or Devin Booker, and I don't think I'm going to accept any other answers. Oh, on that. no. I said Cam. I think Cam it's Johnson. Dwayne Washington Jr. He's got versatility. I'm not accepting the answer. <laughs> other answers, answers fly in immediately. <laughs> Saul, what do you have? Oh, uh, I don't have anybody right now. Um, if I had to pick, I probably would go with. Guys, we don't have book on any support. I literally set like. up the best smile and y'all vetoed me. I mean, he has a great smile, but like he does. I don't know. But it's just it's just it's just an okay smile. It's he not does, like he's got it all. Why does he need a superlative? Yeah. How are we gonna do a sun superlative Screw and book you, gets Devin, none you have of them? Too many good things, so you don't get to make it on our we list. We were just talking about that, jealousy on Friday. I'm telling you, <laughs> if I had to hide a body, Devin Booker would be the guy I called. Oh boy. That is, I don't this is me rebelling against the he popular kids up. from high school. <laughs> right? They got all the superlatives. Screw Devin Booker. He doesn't need a superlative. He's got he's got, got Kendall. He's got the cards. He's got everything. He's, he's, got, the, he's got the iconic hairline, though. Out of everyone on the team, he's got the most. I will give to you, I will hair. give you Devin. Mm-hmm. I still think Cam has better hair, but I do agree with you, Devin. Like there are literally people who go to the barber and like, give me the Devin Booker cut. Right. Like okay. Devin does have an iconic. Congratulations haircut. on your best hair, Devin Booker. <laughs> that we're going with then? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. All right. How you guys feel about our list? I think we got everybody involved. I don't think we had any overlap after all. Do we want to do any uh, pH and X superlatives? Is there anybody yet uh, at the office that deserves a superlative? You think about it while I read this ad. Okay. Most likely to take three uh, You can hours download to the DraftKings Sportsbook <laughs> app right now using the promo code PHNX, and when you use that promo code. After you make your first deposit, you are going to get a risk-free bet back up to $1,000. Again, that's promo code PHNX, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. The NFL is starting back up. The NBA is just around the corner. A lot more things for you to gamble on. Obviously, we know there's still fun stuff happening right now. But it's going to get here, and we're going to be in the thick of it with a whole bunch of sports action happening all at the same time. So make sure you get in on the action with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, just a reminder, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. i got some superlatives we can hand out. i got one. Okay. Most likely to lose an entire paycheck on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Shane. Shane Devenbach. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, most likely to get lit on a Friday night. Mm. Leah. <laughs> Leah. No. Um, I'm going to say, dang, that's oh, a tough three. one. I was thinking one of the ASU guys. I was, same. I was yeah. like, which one Just of the, the whole three? ASU show. I think it's Toe Tree. Toe yeah. Tree for sure is a good choice. Yeah. For sure, Toe Tree. Yeah. You got one, Gerald? Mm. If you go even just a question, you've got a question and we can answer? No. <laughs> no, just no. Hard Most to likely to get engaged in the next six months. Oh man, you are, you are really just. <laughs> oh, shame, Gerald. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh man, that's funny. Okay, uh, how about go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Most likely to be elected president. Ooh, Sean DePaz. Mm. That's not a bad one. Sean could pull that shit off. Sean has mm. definitely got a politician in him. Yeah, I guess Sean would be the closest one. I don't know. I'd say Craig. Craig is very likable. Yeah. He's also Craig's got his network, honest, though, and he's smart. And that doesn't necessarily work. Yeah. It's true. I still think I still think it's Sean. Good, good smile, not afraid to, you know, pump up himself. Yeah, but he might get know. too hamped up. You know what I mean? You do, do a Howard yeah. Dean. Yeah. Like, might, what, he, yeah. You don't remember? <laughs> Howard Dean was like supposed to be the Democratic nominee, and he did that at a rally, and then everybody was like, well, he can't be president. <laughs> yeah, like, well, it was just the dumbest thing. 
Oh, boy. Yeah, Sean. Okay, Sean. Wow. Um, I was going to say, between the four of us, Mm -hmm. who would be most likely to completely turn around and do something so off the wall in their career path away from sports? Lindsay. Lindsay. (laughs) That was easy. Yeah. Lindsay. But what would it be? Accountant. (laughs) What? Calm down. Is, is, it, is Actual account. Didn't is, you is, study is, accounting? No, I, I didn't. Oh. But I thought I was going to be a legitimate accountant. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, a real life. I'm not accountant. implying the I put it on my tax return kind of bullshit. When thing. I was a kid, I thought I was going to be an accountant. I feel like it'd be like something like lifestyle or like branding type thing, like building partnerships, repping gear, that type of deal. I feel like if I was going to go completely out of left field and like not even close to sports anymore, I'd be like. A shoemaker or something like that. I had, I had, like, let, me just, let me just learn how to make shoes or pottery or I'm something that is so, like, I will what? go to Arco Santi and make bells. Oh my God. Like, let's do it. I had cult leader on the bingo card. That would be great. I can see Lindsay wanting so her own cult. <laughs> Running her own cult. I would love that. Oh yeah. yeah. The Smithsonian. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Dear Lord. <laughs> What if we cobbler or a cult leader? Uh, or... <laughs> you go one of two ways. Who knows? Who knows? Who, who could have seen cobbler coming? I, <laughs> I love that cult leader was the surprise. Yeah. It was cobbler. It was cobbler. Yeah. I mean, she's shoes. always dressed in all black. She's already fit the cult mode. And she's wearing That's the easy. Nikes yeah, she's like... a, she's just one sip of Kool Aid away from yeah. doing it. No. no! <laughs> Hey, she had to drink the Kool Aid for five years with the sun. Oh, that's true. That's true. Lindsay passes out the Kool Aid. She doesn't drink it herself. <laughs> maybe she, maybe she just like dipped her tongue in the Kool Aid, and that's why she was in the transformation center. She was about to go to the other side, but it didn't happen. Well, she, she transformed all right. She went up here. Oh my God. What's that? Have you seen that show, The Umbrella Academy? Yes. Mm-hmm. All I can think about is the guy, the one who's always, he's like the real skinny one. Yeah. The, the, the and he ends up having there. himself the cult. Yeah. Like that would be so funny. And he almost dumb lucked into it too. It wasn't like he did yes. it. That would totally be, you like wind that, up with a cult. But just that kind of a cult is the cult that I'm talking about where it's literally like, we're just all hanging out. Peace and Peace love. And love yeah. and hippies and whatnot. Shoe Not making. like Kool-Aid cult. We're all making okay. bells and shoes. <laughs> yeah, and pottery. That's, no alcohol here. We're all cult. allergic. You guys want to come make shoes, bells, and pottery? Come on through. Oh, my God. We should go. We should. Oh, cult, they sleep 20 hours a day, too. That, yeah. Yeah. A million percent, yeah. yeah. What a life. Yeah, I'm just saying. And, uh, <laughs> and they don't turn the air conditioning down below 78. No, no, Never. can't have that. Well, I mean, I do. <laughs> but you said it turns up your bill too high because it's expensive. I had a $400 electric bill last month. Yeah, mine was 450. Because, because SRP decided uh, they're not a sponsor. I could say this right. <laughs> uh, Max can't go after them now. Uh, decided I used to have that where they averaged out your pay and like so I was paying like 170. Uh, you know. 200 bucks, whatever it was. And then I got a $450, $400 bill. And I'm like, what in the actual? They had just decided I no longer was in that program. I had to re enroll. Mm-hmm. Bastards. That sucks. That's all I need to raise, is what I'm saying. Basically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you that. guys for tuning in. We appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be live at 2 p.m. on our YouTube channel. So come hang out with us then. As always, we want you to stay safe and healthy. And a great way to do that are COVID-19 vaccines. They are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. Until we see you tomorrow, you can follow me on Twitter at Lindsay Smith AZ. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Remember. Don't knock on the cult leader's door. She's sleeping. Don't drink the Kool-Aid.